Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is up, guys? Welcome to Wrestling World. Welcome to a very exciting episode of Wrestling World. Because we have got a shocking return and a big surprise that happened this past Sunday at AEW All Out. But before we get to that, I want to give a few shout outs to a few important people. I want to give a shout out to Warren Marlowe. If you're a fan of podcasts, Check out Buzzing with Marlowe. Warren Marlowe is a great host. He has a ton of guests. And it's a very entertaining show. I am actually going to be on his show pretty soon. So please check him out. He was actually on my podcast a couple episodes back. So please check out that episode as well. But yes, check out his podcast. Check out Dress Casual with Dylan Busby. Dylan Busby is another great host. Um, And I got to say thank you to Dylan Busby because he was the one who gave me my first podcast guest appearance. So check out Dress Casual with Dylan Busby. Like I said, another great show. And check out the Midwest Marks podcast with Elijah. These guys have a ton of wrestlers on their show. And they cover everything from AEW to Ring of Honor to Impact Wrestling. Check these guys out. They do a lot of interesting stuff that catch a lot of people's attention. That it definitely caught mine. So check those guys out as well. I also like to give a big thank you to Sergeant Slaughter. Now some of you may ask, why am I thanking Sergeant Slaughter? Because... Earlier today, I asked Sergeant Slaughter if he would retweet my podcast, if he would share my podcast on Twitter. And within five minutes, he did. So thank you, Sergeant Slaughter. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to do that. This is so huge. This is a big accomplishment for me. So thank you, sir. I will give you 10 push-ups or 50 on your behalf. So thank you again. Now, if you haven't watched the All Out pay-per-view, then this is something you need to check out. Because not only do I think that this is the best pay-per-view that AEW has ever done, I think this is the best show by far. And I think they've really outdone themselves. And by they, I say, you know, the roster and Tony Khan because... They're the ones putting all the magic together. They're the ones making the magic happen. CM Punk, after seven plus years, returning to the ring. This was spectacular, guys. 
keep in mind, seven plus years of not wrestling, of not being in the ring. CM Punk faced Darby Allen this Sunday, and I gotta say, man, he looks just as good as he did years ago. Now you would think after years of being away that he would miss a step, that he would make mistakes, that there would be a lot of botches in this match, but you know what? He did just as good as ever, and the guy did not miss a step at all. CM Punk proved why he is the best in the world. Because he is the best in the world in my opinion and he proved that this Sunday. By defeating Darby Allen. By making Darby Allen look good. And, and just putting on a show. This match wasn't long, but it definitely caught everyone's attention. This is something we've been waiting on. And it definitely di didn't disappoint, in my opinion. CM Punk, man, he knows how to put on a show. Whether it's a promo, in the ring, whatever, this guy knows how to give the fans what they want. And this man has made his in-ring return in his hometown of Chicago. And you gotta give credit to Darby Allen. This, this young kid is phenomenal. And it's, it's such a big thing for him as well because he's facing CM Punk, a guy that has had a huge impact on pro wrestling. So CM Punk really is doing Darby Allen a huge favor. And in my opinion, I think this is a great tune-up match for CM Punk. And I think that AEW couldn't have chosen a better opponent for CM Punk. Starting out. And like I said, you would think after years and years of CM Punk not being in the ring, and given that he has aged, you would think that there would be some ring rust, that he would be slower, that he wouldn't be as, as agile as he was in the past, but CM Punk definitely put on a show. And... Like I said, who do, you, who do we give credit to? We gotta give credit to Tony Khan for putting this together. For giving the fans what they want. And like I said, AEW, they really outdid themselves with this one because they give the fans what they want. Now I know that I have talked about AEW in the past and I've, I've criticized them and I've said some things before that I shouldn't have said, but these last few weeks that AEW has been giving us, I gotta say they're probably the top company in pro wrestling right now. That I take back everything I said in the past. AEW, they know how to put on a show. 
They have the talent. They have the roster. And they are beating WWE right now. And All Out this past Sunday proves it. That AEW can hang with the big dogs. That AEW can really prove themselves worthy of a pro wrestling company. And CM Punk, man, like I said, this is was such a, a, a big, important night for him. And I think this is the start of so many things to come for CM Punk because Darby Allen is just the beginning. When you look at all the new names in AEW right now and the possibility of CM Punk having matches with guys like Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, who we'll get to later. You think of all those names, and you think, you know, this is only the beginning for CM Punk. And this is the beginning of something special for CM Punk. This guy left pro wrestling years ago said he would never step back in a pro wrestling ring unless the money was right. Lost his passion for pro wrestling and then went on to the UFC. He didn't have a good career in UFC. And the fans begged for CM Punk to return. And for years and years and years, Nobody ever thought it would happen. But AEW, you made that happen. In the year of 2021, we can now say Punk has returned to pro wrestling. Who would have thought we would ever see CM Punk in wrestling ring again? Who would have thought we'd see Darby Allin versus CM Punk? Nobody would have ever thought that two years ago. I don't think anybody would have ever thought that AEW would be as big as it was two years ago. WWE sure didn't think that. And you know, CM Punk, he could have went to any other promotion. He could have went back to Ring of Honor where he started. But him choosing AEW just shows how good of a promotion that AEW really is. Because it's not just him going to AEW. You look at all the talent that are that are moving over from WWE to AEW. It's it's tremendous how well this company is doing. And just two years of of of, of uh, becoming a, a company. AEW is now the talk of the town. And I honestly think that this is just the start of, of many others to come. But I'm excited for what they do at CM Punk because, like I said, this is just the start. We could see him face Kenny Omega. 
John Moxley, Chris Jericho, guys like that, you know. And CM Punk, he looked great. He looked to be in phenomenal shape. That was one thing I was worried about with CM Punk was what shape will he be in. Because his physical shape would kind of determine how that match would go. But like I said, CM Punk, he put on a show. He didn't miss a step. Him and Darby Allen seemed to have great chemistry together. I would love to see rematch because that was a decent match. A good tune-up match, like I said. So give credit to Tony Khan. Give credit to CM Punk and Darby Allen for putting on such a good show. I look for so much more to come in the near future. And I'm excited. Like I've said in my previous episode, what a time it is to be a wrestling fan. And what a time it is to say CM Punk has returned. Like I said, it's insane. And when you think about it, you still get goosebumps because, wow, you know? And I honestly hope that CM Punk has regained his passion for pro wrestling. And it definitely seems like it. WWE has taken so much from CM Punk. But AEW has brought it back. They have brought CM Punk back. They have gave him his passion again. So real quick, I just want to say thank you, AEW, for bringing back CM Punk. Thank you for giving us a tremendous pay-per-view this Sunday. I mean, like I said, it. when you look at that, mat, that card for AEW and how good that card was, how could you not be disappointed in what Tony Khan is doing right now? He's bringing in new talent. Giving us great pay-per-views. Giving us what the fans want. We the fans. Because Tony Khan is a fan himself. So he knows what we want. He's not just a businessman. He's a wrestling fan. And I think that's what separates him from WWE is because Vince McMahon is so out of touch that he will not go outside the box like Tony Khan will. And, you know, all these changes Vince McMahon is making now, he's hurting his products. So, Tony Khan... You know, it is basically sweeping the rug out from Vince. Tony Khan is young, but at this point, who's the better businessman, Tony Khan or Vince McMahon? But I won't get into that, guys. I've got into that in my last episode, but I feel like this is something that needs to be repeated. Um, but if you want to hear my thoughts on, on Vince McMahon and Tony Khan, check out my latest episode before this. The title is Vince McMahon is bearing NXT. So check that out. Chris Jericho, 
shockingly, and I mean shockingly, guys, beat MJF. This was not something I was expecting. I did not expect Chris Jericho to beat MJF. And I predicted in my last episode that Chris Jericho w would lose to MJF. And that he would leave all elite wrestling. Now when I make these predictions, I'm hardly ever wrong. But I will tell you one thing, I am shocked. Because Chris Jericho did the impossible this Sunday night. Chris Jericho gets to keep his AEW career. Now, I don't know if I'm shocked because Chris Jericho actually won the match that they booked him to win, or the fact that I'm shocked that I predicted wrong, that my prediction was wrong. I don't know. But yes, Chris Jericho beat MJF this past Sunday, and he continues wrestling. Is this a good or bad thing? I say it's a good thing because AEW, they need guys like Chris Jericho. They need guys like Chris Jericho to put over that younger talent. And nobody knows how to put guys over than Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho has done so much for AEW, as I've said before in previous episodes. But did I expect Chris Jericho to beat MJF? No, because it was reported that Chris Jericho was, was gonna, going to leave AEW. When you, when you think about Chris Jericho and his age and his physique, you know, he's winding down. He, he has more days behind him than ahead of him right now. I was thinking that if Chris Jericho lost, maybe he would join commentary. Or like I said, he would go back to WWE and finish out his career where he started. Well, he's actually started in WCW, but he wrestled for WWE. But I was thinking that Chris Jericho would go into commentary. I was kind of looking forward to Chris Jericho going into commentary because Chris Jericho is so good on the mic. Can you imagine having Jim Ross and Chris Jericho side by side on commentary? I would rather see Chris Jericho and Jim Ross side by side than Jim Ross and Excalibur or whatever you call that mask guy or whatever his name is. I don't really know his name. I think it's Excalibur. I don't know. Um, I would much rather see Jim Ross and Chris Jericho because those guys can talk. Jim Ross is one of the best commentators in pro wrestling. And Chris Jericho, heel or babyface, the guy can talk on a microphone. So I would love to see Chris Jericho on commentary. Unfortunately, we will not see that though. And Chris Jericho will continue to wrestle. Now I don't know how much Chris Jericho will wrestle now. With all the new talent coming into AEW, Spots need to be filled. So could Chris Jericho take time off? Yes. 
Could Chris Jericho move into another storyline with somebody else? Yes. Who knows what's going to happen? I would love to see Chris Jericho turn heel at some point. I do, like I said, I love Chris Jericho as a heel. He's put over MJF. I expect him to put over some other talent as well, work with the newer talent, and get those guys as over as possible. Because like I've said numerous times in my podcast, that's how you make new talent. That's how you build bigger stars, by putting them over. And Chris Jericho being so good at what he does, that shouldn't be a problem. So I am definitely shocked that Chris Jericho beat MJF. And again, this doesn't hurt MJF in any way. MJF is probably as over now as he ever was. I read an article the other day that said MJF was once struggling in in AEW. And in a short time, he became a top star. And that couldn't be farther from the truth because when you look at all the work that MJF has done in recent years as a heel, he's he's amazing. He's probably one of the one of the best heels in recent times in pro wrestling that I've seen in a while, and he's only twenty four years of age. 24 or 25. I'll have to fact check that. But the kid is young. Let's just say that. But the guy can talk. That's one thing that when I look at MJF, I look at his in-ring ability, but I also look at his promo skills. The guy can talk. Give the guy a microphone and he can cut a promo. Look at the work he's done with Chris Jericho cutting promos. The dude has an amazing physique and he can work. And I think pairing him with Chris Jericho has really elevated him. I think they told a good story which is something that I think AEW has struggled with in the past is telling a good story. The matches themselves are good, but the storylines, you know, they kind of struggle here and there. But I've seen them improve in recent months. So I, I think that pairing him with Chris Jericho, I think, was really good. Because it, it just makes MJF look better. Chris Jericho has done a great job of putting him over in recent months. Now, some may say that this feud has dragged on a little further than it should, but when you're telling a good story, you just want to see more. And I think that was the case with this feud here. You just you, you keep wanting to see more. You want to see what happens next. You want to see Chris Jericho get that win. And Chris Jericho being the baby-faced here and MJF 
going over and winning like he, he's done for several weeks, that makes you hate MJF more. The promos MJF was cutting, you know, saying, you can't beat me, I'm going to embarrass you again, that just makes you hate MJF. So that makes Chris, that makes MJF just look like more of a, a heel, you know, that really um, does good for him by, by, you know, him getting over as a heel. Because you just love to hate MJF, you know. Like I said, the top heel of the company, man. And I, like I said, pairing him with Chris Jericho, in my opinion, I think was a great idea. I would much rather see that them, you know, as a tag team. The inner circle stuff, I think, was a little bit silly that they did. And I think having MJF turn on Jericho was the start of something brilliant in my opinion. So, I gotta give a lot of praise to MJF. Might sound like I'm kissing ass right now, but those guys have put on a great show. I look forward to seeing what MJF does coming up. I look forward to seeing what Chris Jericho does. Because like I said, he could take time off if he wants to. They could put someone else over. You gotta love Chris Jericho no matter what the guy does. He's the best at what he does. So we'll see what happens with this, man. But like I said, you know, um, I couldn't be more happy with the way these matches have turned out. I couldn't be more happy with AEW right now. Which is crazy to say, which is crazy hearing from me, I know, because I really criticize AEW. But like I said, they've proven themselves. They've proven themselves worthy of being the top promotion. And it may sound like I'm repeating myself, and I probably am, but hey, it needs to be said again. It needs to be repeated. Because you can't say that about WWE right now with all the mistakes they're making. You can't. You honestly can't. When you look at top promotions, AEW and WWE are the ones that stand out the most. But right now, the eyes are all on AEW. I don't think anybody's talking about WWE right now. But that's just how it is. You know, it's pro wrestling. Love it or hate it, guys. But this past Sunday, you know, is another reason why I say AEW is the top promotion because they are bringing so much talent in. Starting with Adam Cole. Adam Cole made a shocking debut at AEW. After recently being released by WWE, he made a shocking debut. And nobody expected this. Nobody reported this. It was rumored that Adam Cole would join AEW at some point. But nobody expected it to be this soon. Now, 
when AEW does these big pay-per-views, you know there's going to be a surprise. You know there's going to be a huge surprise, a return, somebody joining the company. You know it's going to be something, but nobody expected this. Even I didn't expect this. Just not this soon. And I read reports that the plan was, and I don't know if this is true, but the plan was was to call Adam Cole up to the main roster to have him be a heel manager. Like I said, I don't know if that's true. But Adam Cole leaving WWE, leaving NXT, he couldn't have done it at a better time. Because when you look at all the changes that NXT is that are they are going to be making, Hell, I'd leave too. That's why I say he couldn't have left at a better time. And this is just another huge slap in the face to WWE because who do they have to blame but themselves? Adam Cole was their top talent in NXT. But they let him slip away like they've done so many others. And they're probably kicking themselves right now for this, no doubt. But Adam Cole was probably in a better position now. And I'm, I'm excited for Adam Cole. Granted, I don't watch a lot of NXT as much as I used to. But I have seen Adam Cole's matches with Kyle O'Reilly. I have seen him face Finn Balor. I think Adam Cole versus Finn Balor was one of the top matches in NXT, which kind of, kind of like had, it it really brought interest to um, Adam Cole for me. Was when he had that match with Finn Balor, so my attention was on Adam Cole. So right there, I knew what kind of talent he was. I knew he was a big, major talent for NXT. But now WWE has lost him, now and now he has jumped ship to AEW. So what happens next? Not only did he jump ship to AEW, but I forgot to mention this. He joined the Bullet Club. He is now a heel, and he sided with Kenny Omega, reuniting the Bullet Club. Which is another shocking thing. A huge reunion. Because again, nobody expected this. Nobody expected a Bullet Club reunion. Nobody expected Adam Cole. But here we are. So what's next? I don't know about you guys, but I would love to see Adam Cole versus CM Punk at some point. Adam Cole versus Omega would be good too. Or Adam Cole versus Brian Danielson, who we'll talk about here in a second. There's so many other options for Adam Cole right now. 
Now he does have the 90 day non-compete clause. So we probably have to wait for him to have a, have a match. Um, like I said, I was very surprised that he debuted as quick as he did. But they could just be having him debut and then holding off, you know, in a ring match for later to avoid any conflict with, you know, WWE. But I expect big things for Adam Cole. I expect big things for the AEW roster. But Adam Cole's appearance for All Out this past Sunday wasn't the only big debut. Now I've said before in a recent episode that Daniel Bryan had signed with AEW. And that wasn't a prediction, that was a fact. And Daniel Bryan, who, who now goes under his real name, Bryan Danielson, did in fact debut this Sunday night at All, all, all Out. Excuse me, All Out, he debuted. Now this was heavily speculated. You know, everybody kind of knew that Daniel Bryan would debut. This was very anticipated. But man, just to see Bryan Danielson in an AAW ring. Now we haven't seen Bryan Danielson since losing to Roman Reigns on SmackDown. He left WWE and wasn't seen for months. So we all thought, you know, where could Brian Danielson end up? Like CM Punk, he could have went to Ring of Honor. He could have done so much. He could have even took time off to spend with his wife. Or he could have quit wrestling because this is a man who had to retire in the first place because of injuries. I believe it was concussions, wasn't it? I'm not sure. Like like I said, you know, if I'm wrong, fact check me, please. But this man returned this past Sunday night. And not only did he return, but he confronted the Bullet Club. And this will potentially set up a feud between the Bullet Club and Daniel Bryan and everyone else. The thoughts of Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan in a ring together is a dream come true. It's a match I think any that any fan would want to see. If you're a pro wrestling fan. This is a match that probably should have happened in WWE. Now they could have. Took Daniel Bryan to NXT. But for, for whatever reason they didn't do that. They had the opportunity to do it. 
they could have kept Daniel Bryan. We could we probably could have seen more exciting matches from him in NXT. But for whatever reason, that didn't happen. I don't know if he chose to take time off. I don't know if it was a contract dispute or whatever, but I honestly don't remember. But the possibilities right now for Daniel Bryan, or, or Bryan Danielson, excuse me, it's just a bad habit of calling him Daniel Bryan. Um, he, he's in great shape. Um, Brian Danielson is someone that has faced injuries in his career, though, so that it that is something that you know you, we worry about. If you're a fan of Brian Danielson, he's starting out fresh in AEW, but he has had injuries. He's had several injuries that have made him retire. And I hope, <clears throat> excuse me, and I hope that he stays healthy. I hope he has a great AEW career, a good singles career, because he is talented. And, and when you think of AEW and all the cross promoting they're doing, I think this will only benefit guys like Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan because we could see, you know, Adam Cole go to TNA and wrestle and represent AEW and have a few matches down there. Same with Daniel Bryan. He could represent AEW as well. So just imagine that, you know, seeing Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, or CM Punk in Impact Wrestling representing AEW. How big would that be? And like I said, who do you give credit to? Tony Khan, AEW. But my question is, what's next for AEW? Who are they going to bring in next? And I'm sure a lot of names are coming to AEW. But Tony Khan, like I said in the previous episode, and I think I said this in the previous episode, Tony Khan, he already has a stacked roster. So could he add some new belts? I mean, he's, he's going to have to do something eventually. Because you can only have so many guys on that roster before there's just people lost in the shuffle. But, I mean, I've talked about that in other episodes, so I'm not going to go into the details. But what a time it is to be a wrestling fan, as I've said before. When you have guys like CM Punk, Daniel, Brian Danielson, excuse me, bad habit, like I said. 
when you have guys like Brian Danielson, CM Punk, and Adam Cole in your roster, that alone is enough to beat anything that WWE ever does. And at this point, I think that even if WWE tried to retaliate, I don't think it would be any good. I don't think they would do as good as AEW. They could bring The Undertaker back. They could bring Cena back, Goldberg back, whatever. That might get you the ratings. But that's not going to gain the attention that AEW has had for the last several weeks. Because we can't say that WWE has caught our attention enough for the last three weeks. AEW has brought CM Punk in. Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan. They brought CM Punk in a few weeks ago. And they've had CM Punk on AEW for the last several weeks. And now they bring in Adam Cole and Brian Danielson. So AEW has definitely caught our attention. And like I said, even if they... Even if WWE was to retaliate, I highly doubt it would work. We've seen WWE try to retaliate this past Monday and try to gain some of the attention back with that tag team turmoil match they had. That was a total waste in my opinion, but um, hey, at least they tried, I guess. But you got to keep in mind, okay? Yes, that tag team turmoil match was interesting. But it does not matter. That whole thing was was it was nonsense. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, Tony Khan is a wrestling fan. He knows what the fans want. But Vince McMahon, he could care less what the fans want. He does not care. He just wants to boost ratings. He can care less about those tag teams. He does not care what you fans think. He just wants the attention back on his program. So that tag team turmoil match when people were tweeting out and saying, oh, I hope T-Bar and Mace get a a big push. Man, I hope T-Bar and Mace win the tag titles and get what they deserve. Okay, if you're a long-term wrestling fan, then you know how this is going to play out. AJ Styles and Omos are feuding with Randy Orton and... Matt Riddle right now. And AJ Styles and Omos were added to that match. How did you think that match was going to play out? Did you honestly think that T-Bar and Mace were going to go over Styles and Omos? Come on, guys. I mean, I'm, I'm not being ignorant here. But 
when you know how these matches play out, you know how WWE books things. They're too predictable. You know how what's going to happen before it even happens. So yes, while that match, that tag team turmoil match, it was interesting. But it really just, it was nonsense. It was too predictable. And they, <clears throat> excuse me, AWWE, sorry. They were just trying to retaliate for this past Sunday night. Now, I didn't get to watch all the pay-per-view, but I did hear that the Young Bucks had a great tag team match. So, in my opinion, this is just WWE trying to, you know, say, hey, anything you guys can do, we can do better. But realistically, they can't. Because we've seen the results this Monday night. WWE at this point, they're really going to have to prove them, prove themselves, make some drastic changes to their company, to their product, to their creative team. I mean, I know I say that on a lot of episodes, but when you see the same thing week in, week out, it's like, okay, is there any hope left? But, um... Man, AEW guys. I never thought that I would be praising AEW. I never thought that I would be praising Tony Khan. You know, honestly, I used to be an AEW hater. I said that AEW would not last. And that WWE didn't have anything to fear when it came to AEW. I said in the beginning that while NXT and AEW were, you know, feuding for the ratings, I said NXT had nothing to fear. But boy, was I wrong, and I take it back, guys. The tables have turned, and AEW is the top company. Because they are making the smarter decisions, as we can clearly see. And I said that AEW would struggle. But they're clearly not. WWE is the one who are struggling right now. But they put themselves in that hole. Look, look at the way WWE's booking their talent. No wonder why these stars are going to AEW. Because they're probably valued more in AEW than they ever were in the main roster. My prediction, there's plenty more Superstars to jump ship from WWE to AEW. Bray Wyatt is rumored to um, sign a contract soon with AEW as soon as his 90-day compete clause is up. I highly doubt he'll return to WWE anytime soon. Who could blame him? That company screwed him over. They had the best creation 
that they've had in recent years and they screwed it up. So as soon as his 90 day compete clause is up, he can go to AEW or he can go to Impact Wrestling because Impact Wrestling is looking to sign um, Bray Wyatt as well. Now he could have a lot of creative freedom, creative freedom in Impact Wrestling, but the problem is Impact Wrestling is on Access TV who don't really pull big numbers when it comes to TV ratings, TV views. Now Bray Wyatt, he would definitely bring those numbers up, but who knows. But one thing I do know is that WWE, they're still making money off of Bray Wyatt's merchandise, which I find weird. Because they're they're creating new merchandise for Bray Wyatt, which I something I don't understand. Maybe they're trying to bring him back. I don't know, but I I I seriously find it hard for Bray Wyatt to return to WWE after what they did. After killing a character that he's built for so many years. So don't be surprised when he joins AEW. Because I have read that Full Gear is the next major pay-per-view for AEW. And like this past Sunday's all-out pay-per-view, I, I expect nothing less than something spectacular. Another name I expect to jump ship is John Morrison. Soon. Um, hopefully sooner rather than later because when he broke up with The Miz, I expected John Morrison to get maybe some sort of a push. Some sort of a highly deserved, much needed push. But that's clearly not happening. He's getting beat week in, week out by Karrion Cross, by Omos. Who's next? He's not getting the push that we all wanted him to get, that we wanted him to, that we, that we expected, guys. This is just another example of how WWE does not care about their talent. They care about ratings. They do not care what the fans want. And I remember back a couple years ago when Stephanie McMahon and Triple H and Vince were in the ring, and they said we are going to start giving the fans what they want. But that has not happened. The fans have voiced their opinions on social media for several years now. But you just don't care. And you're hurting your product. It's, it's, you're hurting yourselves. You backed yourselves into a wall, into a corner that you can't get out of. Sad to say, but WB has turned into Impact Wrestling. Remember when Impact Wrestling lost all their talent? The Matt Hardys, the Jeff Hardys, the Robert Roods, the James Storms, and they all jumped ship to somewhere else? Well, this is exactly what's happening to WWE. Okay, now we see Impact Wrestling doing so much better than they have in recent years because much like AEW, Impact Wrestling is cross-promoting. 
they're doing things that WWE probably would never do in a million years. They're thinking outside the box. Which is something, as I've said in previous episodes, that Vince McMahon is afraid to do because he's still stuck in his own ways. Um, which is sad. And honestly, fear I fear the fate of NXT right now. I fear the one thing that is keeping WWE alive is going to be buried and forgotten about. And it's only going to be remembered as that brand that Triple H created and, and, and failed. Well, he didn't fail it, but Vince McMahon did. And who's to blame but WWE? I know I talk a lot about WWE and how their, their failures, but um, I grew up a WWE fan and idolizing this company. To see a company go downhill as bad as it has in recent months, it's sad. They dropped the ball, guys. That's the only thing I could say for this company. But AEW, thankfully, has put pro wrestling back on the map. And they've revived pro wrestling. They gave pro wrestling life again. Like I said, I am concerned with what Tony Khan is going to do with his overly packed roster that he has right now with signing all these big names. I'm hoping he, you know, creates new championship belts. Um, as I've said before, this is a way for him to kind of split AEW up a little bit. Have guys on Dynamite, have guys on Rampage. just to kind of even things out. But I think Tony Khan will be fine. Um, he has great talent, so there's there's that. You know, you, you can't say Tony Khan doesn't have the talent because they clearly do. WWE has the talent, they just don't use them properly. That's the difference there. But I, I wish Tony Khan the best. I hope that he can balance things out. And that nobody gets lost in the shuffle. It's one thing about AEW I can say that's good is that they know how to put over younger talent. And they're getting as many guys over as possible. And you, and you see that. Where WWE they focus on getting the same guys over and over again when they don't use that time wisely to put over that younger talent, the ones that don't get the TV time. 
But, like I said, guys, this is pro wrestling. I mean, like it or hate it, you're going to have your ups and downs. But I'm very pleased with what AEW's doing. And I can't keep praising them enough for what they're doing week in and week out. Because I wouldn't be saying that 10 months ago. So thank you, AEW, for um, giving us pro wrestling again. For helping us become excited about pro wrestling again. For giving us one of the big returns that AEW has ever had with CM Punk. The biggest surprises with Brian Danielson and Adam Cole. And I am so excited for, you know, what, what else is to come. Because I feel like Bray Wyatt is on his way. I feel like we could see John Morrison soon. I just read a rumor that Kevin Owens, that his contract is reportedly running up sooner rather than later. And I guess apparently during the AEW pay-per-view Sunday night, he teased that he would debut in AEW. So could he be the next big name to debut? I don't know. Could Tony Khan sign Kevin Owens? with the already packed roster he has I don't know is Kevin Owens a good fit where would he fit is the question I honestly would love to see Kevin Owens back in Ring of Honor where he went under his real name Kevin Steen because Kevin Owens at WWE right now just isn't being booked properly He's become more of an afterthought to why I think Kevin Owens and Ring of Honor or AEW would be a perfect fit for him. Especially Ring of Honor. Not saying he wouldn't do good in, in um, AEW, but Ring of Honor to me is just where Kevin Owens shined a little more. He was such a major star for that company and for him to return would kind of give Ring of Honor, you know, that spark. And maybe we could see Ring of Honor, you know, cross-promote with AEW or Impact Wrestling. And how big would that be? Because Ring of Honor, to me, I, I've always said it, Ring of Honor is such a good company. And and it should be more than just an hour long because it is good wrestling. You got the Briscoes, you got Jay Lethal, guys like that. Who really bring that company alive. But we'll see what happens, guys. But, like I said, I can't praise AEW enough. And it just feels good to be a wrestling fan again. But I want to thank you all for listening. 
I have so much more planned for this podcast. I have so many new guests I want to get on. I want to do a few more MMA episodes, a few more boxing episodes. So please tune in every week. I do plan to drop an episode Wednesday or Sunday, so please tune in. But I want to thank you all for listening. Have a great day. God bless. and Goodbye.